0: Oh my god. It's recording. Recording in progress.
1: Hello and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. That makes
0: me Mike. Hello Mike. Hello. Hello, hello 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 hi 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 my name's Mike. hi hi so
1: <laughs> i i it goes without saying that today has been kind of a shit day
0: yeah yeah i could agree um, with that
1: i woke up and i just i was supposed to go volunteer at the farm and some, I got up and like I sat in my office for a while and then I started crying and then I was like, I can't go, you know, like I just there was something wrong and I didn't even look at the news or social media or anything. So I went back to bed for a couple hours and when I got up again, the first thing I read is fuck this country and then so disappointed in my country right now and then like all this other stuff. And so I'm like, all right, I need some more context. So I start looking at all the typical feeds and everything. And Mm -hmm. there it is. Roe versus Wade overturned. And
0: it. it, Yeah, I I don't even I I really, to be honest with you, I want to rant. I don't even have the words. Right. Right right now to and, and this is after i mean i i knew because i got a notification from several uh news groups um mm. that i belong to flashed across my phone today i was uh busy at a family function and i this is what i see and and i i want so badly at that point to scream yeah. you know to everybody like what the fuck is going on why yeah but uh i can't you know so i had to sit on it all day, and it stressed me out. It really did. I'm sure there's people that would be listening that would go, well, why would it stress you out? It doesn't really have anything to do with you, and that's totally false. It does have to do with me. It has to do with all of us.
1: Exactly. First of all, it strips us of our right to privacy. Yeah. Uh, Secondly, it it affects bodily autonomy, which will eventually affect all of us. Stop that, you tease. (laughs) guys can't see it but he's showing his chest hair to me in a very flaunting way
0: it's it's really really warm in this room
1: (laughs) dude you can do away with the formality if you want but don't tease me
0: yeah no i think the teasing felt good it's the first thing we felt right today (laughs) (laughs) no i mean yeah yeah it it goes without saying uh you know all of this leads down a much darker path right. that will eventually catch everybody.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the thing is that we've known that for a while, uh, but I really wasn't expecting um, judge. What's his, What is he? Uh, uh, justice. Thomas? Justice.
0: Yeah. You justice- call him Justice. I like to call him jackass. Well, many other names,
1: Clarence Thomas, the man s- famous for his sexual misconduct trial, which he somehow got over on.
0: Yeah. With uh, with with Anita Hill. I mean, yeah. I you couldn't have provided more evidence to the fact that the shit happened. And yet here we are. Mm-hmm. Why are why are lifetime appointments to the highest court in the land? A bad idea. Yeah. Case in point. Yeah.
1: Well, I don't know whose pocket he's in. All I know is that he's basically making pay. He's. Let's look at the article because I think the article explains it pretty well. Yeah. This
0: I'll is agree from with Business
1: you. Insider. Justice Thomas says, "Damn it! Shut up." Just uh,
0: who? Me uh, or him? No, the fucking
1: <laughs> fucking ads on the page just rolled over the top of the headline. Justice Thomas says the Supreme Court should reconsider rulings that protect access to contraception and same-sex marriage as the court overturns Roe versus Wade. Mhm. So, uh let's see, along with the Supreme Court's Friday ruling to overturn Roe versus Wade, Justice Clarence Thomas said the court should also reconsider rulings that protect contraception access, same-sex relationships and same-sex marriage. So basically, what they're saying is that he wants to um, gut them because yeah. that's what he wants to do, otherwise he wouldn't want to reconsider them
0: and And really, at this point, it's all basically a formality that he says these things because mm-hmm. having the majority, which I still um you know can't. I will never get over the fact that McConnell blocked Obama from seating a Supreme court justice. And that's how they ended up with the majority that they did. Mm -hmm. It's, I mean, the repercussions from that are going to ring on for, for decades and, um, essentially, yeah, they can, they can do whatever they want. So the fact that he's bringing it up, just blatantly saying this is just proof positive that, in spite of all the other things that are going on in the world right now, all the other shit that's fucked up in our country, it's time to attack personal freedoms uh, mm-hmm. for for same sex couples, for well, for the LGBTQ uh, community as as a whole, and especially during Pride Month. I think that was really mm-hmm. a well pointed. Uh, exclamation on their yes. point.
1: So yeah, it starts with for one reason it's going to affect everybody is bodily autonomy. Um uh it starts yeah with saying that you can't get an abortion. Um now it is true that it's left to the states to make the decision, but I feel like this is like a foot in the door.
0: Oh you know? for certain.
1: You know, this is a foot in the door. This is a step towards being able to tell people that they have to get medical procedures done, that they have to give blood, this, that, and the other thing. It's just a step towards owning us a little bit more as as, a, as, a, as human beings, literally owning us as product, because that's what they want. They eventually want a corpocracy where you're a product and your net worth is determined by a variety. Look at what China does. China has social profiles. It's similar to, it's similar to uh, that one episode of black mirror where everybody has like a, a rating and your mm. social worth is based. I think it's called nosedive. Um, Cause the girl flips out because her life isn't going the way she wants. And she ends up abandoning all her social value and becoming like a, a lunatic. <laughs> but um, <laughs> It's a, it, it is interesting that China has a system where it's like your job and your appearance and how cheerful you appear to be and all these other things factor into your social worth. And then you're given like preferential treatment in airports and things like that based on what level of so, social worth you have. So you're like being the idea is that you're supposed to be a better citizen, but it feels a hell of a lot like slavery to me.
0: It's terrifying.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's (laughs) what they want. And I think that's what a lot of the rich want in this country. Hell, they probably want it globally. Why not?
0: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It's not enough that they have all the money and all the power. They have Mm -hmm. to, you know, go ahead and fuck everybody else well they have to own the people too and yeah and uh you know push their will on them too why not you know yeah
1: yeah Yeah. uh you know I, i i've been this as i said last weekend i had my nephews with me for the weekend and this weekend i've been in touch or this week rather i've been in touch with my my niece a lot because we're planning something for my parents' 50th wedding anniversary, which is coming up. And um, I told her and I told them that I am terribly sorry that the Generation X sort of left things at their feet the way we did. Us and the millennials, we kinda, it's not, and, and, and what I said to her was, it's not that we didn't try. It's that the boomers just kept making more and more of a mess. And they're still making And are that still,
0: mess. yeah. I was going to say, yeah. saying that, I mean, yes, left it at their feet, as in haven't really been, you know, doing we've, a sufficient job. At dropped, <laughs>
1: yeah, we kind of dropped the ball because we can barely support ourselves right now.
0: But fucking, it's, you know, 70, 80 year old people. Mm-hmm. That are making decisions right for everybody right. at this point. You know, yeah. when when they uh, you know they had their prime, they had their time, and this yeah. is again why you know there should be age limits, there should be term limits, there should be a lot of uh, more rules with regards to political office, and the Supreme Court should be a nonpartisan um entity that you know yeah. solely is concerned with law and not with partisan politics.
1: Yeah. I agree. I agree. And I think so you've got the what what's this Z generation what's the official term for it? Zoomers?
0: <laughs> I don't know.
1: I can't remember. I thought it was zoomers.
0: It, but... that sounds right. I mean yeah. why not? Why not? They're the ones I... that make fun of boomers, so why not, yeah. you know, call yourself something very similar but well, with a different letter. Yeah.
1: Something like that, but, like so the the Z generation and the upcoming alphas, um you know, the the kids who are like six or seven right now, um, I feel like already, even the alphas are like they're feisty, dude, like they're 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 headstrong, and I feel like then that this that two generations are gonna pick up the slack and figure a lot of things out, but it won't be until after. We recover from the graves and tombstones of all the fucking boomers, all the resources that they dragged with them into hell, because they're gonna take and take and take until they die. Oh yeah. And it makes me very sad to say that because it just so happens to that my parents and your parents belong
0: to that generation, and and you know.
1: Yeah, that doesn't mean that they
0: contributed. No, thankfully, to that. yeah, thankfully they are not of the mindset. Right. Um, of the uh, the really the minority when it comes to the minority that's in power.
1: Yeah. Yeah. When it
0: comes to uh, to those opinions. It's, right. It's it's those it's, are the this people is I'm, the I'm worried most about. Frustrating time to be alive, I think. Yeah. Uh, and I know I'm not making light of of, you know, world wars or any of that kind of stuff but no, i'm we're on the saying the of one you know you're we're at on. a point where y- you're 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 really fucking powerless and even though you you have the power to vote in who you want to vote in yeah it it doesn't ever seem to change the tide enough that the big problems go away and it doesn't matter how much evidence there is to the contrary of somebody, you know, saying, well, I'm a good person, but then you find out that they're not. And regardless of what they do, nothing changes, nothing, you know, there is no punishment. There is no anything. I mean, while we're, while we're talking about, you know, the, the uh, Roe v. Wade situation, I mean, we can talk about the January 6th hearings for just a second. Sure. And why the fuck not? I mean, it's all great that this information is coming out, And I think that it's important this information is coming out. But what's the end result going to be? What's the end result going to be of this? I get the feeling that this is all a bunch of information that needs to be divulged, and it's a big show, but it's not going to have any kind of impact. Right. No one's going to go to jail. Yeah, nobody's going to jail. Uh, Trump will still be able to run again, even though he shouldn't. And there will be some
1: technicality that prevents any action from being taken yeah and and what will happen is we'll have a man laid bear in front of us who's shown that he can get away with fucking anything oh yeah and that's just going to empower his supporters that much more be like he's untouchable he's ordained by god he is jesus
0: how much more empowered do they need to be than storming the fucking capital of the United States with video cameras recording everything and and still getting away with it. And how I understand there's people that are in jail and everything The you know, the plebes, the nobodies are getting, you know, are the ones that are going to get punished for this. Yeah. But,
1: but the girl who steals the laptop from Nancy Pelosi's office and tries to sell it to the Russians gets off with nothing no you know, and
0: and and people that incited it people that facilitated it right, get away with nothing. it's just it it blows my fucking mind. well, here's my
1: thing. that girl that we i was I was just talking about mm-hmm. how did she have a Russian contact?
0: Oh, don't know i I assume i mean i I couldn't say she was like a spy or anything like that.
1: But they would, have, they would have done something with her then. I think they didn't want to reveal her contact by way of a pro- public trial, so they dropped it. Which is, in the lieu of everything else that was going on, n- despite the fact it was an outrage, was completely ignored. Mm-hmm. Like so many things in the last few years have been completely ignored to
0: be honest with you i actually forgotten about it
1: yeah so do a lot of people because there's so much bullshit going on that you only focus on the biggest and baddest
0: well and the but newest because the it newest. seems like every day there's something oh, yeah. ridiculous that comes out every day there's another catastrophe that uh you know you, you it just it sucks you up
1: I am neither a religious nor a one to buy into prophecies, but there's a hard argument or a strong argument for end of days right now. It's just everything's so fucked up. Maybe not end of days, but certainly a complete
0: shift. I could see a Mad Max type situation, right, happening. And oh and yeah, I, yeah. I, I say that. I say that in all seriousness that I could see. You know, civilization toppling.
1: I see. I see The Walking Dead without zombies. Just little, little fortified towns owned by someone with a lot of fucking weapons Mm -hmm. and a lot of thugs to to push his agenda, his or her agenda. It would be
0: like Far Cry in real life.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It'd be fucking horrible. Yeah, little fiefdoms everywhere. It's
0: I mean entirely of, possible. Isn't that yeah. what freedom's all about? Yeah, man. Freedom is about you don't tell me what to do, but I'm gonna tell you what to do. Right, right. Freedom right. is about I'm a man, so you can't tell me what to do with my body. But uh women, <laughs> they need to be directed a little bit.
1: Remember what it says in the book. Even in the book, even in the Bible, it says straight up that that despite the fact that Adam also ate freely of the the fruit of knowledge that Eve was punished for her part in it with painful birth and labor.
0: The that sexism is, is astounding.
1: It's right there in the book. So how can you argue it? God's clearly a sexist. <laughs> That's the only uh, thing that I can come to. As uh, a yeah. way of a conclusion, is that God must be a sexist and a boyfucker at that,
0: <laughs> and a <laughs> huge
1: homophobe at the same time, yes. which is really fucking weird.
0: Yes, uh, I, I I I would agree with everything you just said. Yeah, I I, I find myself at times of quiet wondering about some of this stuff and today i had a little bit of time for pause to to look at a at a crucifix and really sit there and drink in the fact that i was around a lot of other people today that probably believe all of that with like with an amazing vigor to uh to defend it and believe it and everything Mm -hmm. and it's I don't know, like, I I felt, I, I never felt so out of place before in that yeah. situation as I did today because I was just like, I just, I can't anymore. This is, this is ridiculous.
1: You can only remain, no matter how much fear of conflict you have, you can only remain silent for so long, you know? And it reminds me of this song, uh, by a band called Popweed itself. The song's called Ich bin Icelander, which means I am an outsider.
0: Um, I thought it was an I am an Icelander. I was, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, it's Outlander, not. It's Ish bin ich mein Outlander, I think. But um, yeah, it, it, there's this one part where he says um, if the answer isn't violence, then neither is your silence. Hmm. You know? And um, I'll send you the song because it's very appropriate for the, what's going on in the world right now. It's been it's more appropriate now I think than when it was written in the '80s or '90s. It's
0: um, isn't it amazing how things have have come full circle with with certain uh, you know protest songs that were made decades oh, yeah. ago that oh, yeah. they are so uh, pertinent to what's going on today. Yeah, that it just fits in perfectly, which mm-hmm. which means either nothing changed or we're repeating the same fucking mistakes over and over again.
1: If you were to ask my wife, she'd say that nothing changed, and she is obsessed with historic history podcasts, Bible podcasts, um, true crime shit like that. Uh, not that true crime adds into that knowledge base, but I I would say that she's an armchair expert at least at like biblical history. Mm-hmm. but also history in general. She just listens to that shit all fucking day long.
0: We should and really have her on one of these days and, you know, have a real st- conversation. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. From somebody that comes from a totally different vantage point and, yeah. and actually knows what they're talking about. Like, yeah. me.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. She, she would interrupt us enough and be like, yeah, uh, that's actually not true. And, <coughs> In fact, it was the Visigoths, or you know, you know, whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah, you know, she would she would tell you that that it's always been this way. It's always, always, always been this way. The oligarchies have always been oligarchies. the The merchants have always been in the pocket. Have always had the royals and the uh, politicians in their pockets. Mm-hmm. Nothing's really changed.
0: And nothing changed there for certain when you're you're gouging the fuck out of everybody and making record profits. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And who's stopping it? Who's stopping it? Nobody.
1: Well, see, the thing is, we've forgotten our place in, in this country. No one seems to know that it's our job to stop it. And how do we do that? Well, peaceably, by way of voting, campaigning, running for office ourselves.
0: I even even boycotting. Boycotting. The like thing is though, boycotting, yeah. you gotta have you gotta have a substantial group of people doing it. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I think most people Uh, Would rather not. I mean, I've actually seen things where people said, I'd rather pay $8 a gallon for gas than blah, blah, blah with this political party or blah, blah, blah with that politician Mm -hmm. or what have you. And that kind of an attitude is so, so detrimental to all of us. Mm -hmm. Like, I would rather not do that. (laughs) I would rather not pay $8 a gallon for gas. How about that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, and
1: and I think the other problem is we need to stop throwing shade as to whose fault it is. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like it's Biden's fault.
0: Well, let's put it this way. If it wasn't if it wasn't Trump's fault when gas prices were crazy during his presidential term, which I know for a fact that there were times that gas prices climbed up, not as high as they are now. But they did climb up, and it yeah. wasn't his fault then. But now, now it is the president's fault. Come on now.
1: Well, you see, the problem is that most everybody, in fact, seems to forget how little power the president actually has. Figurehead. Now, he's a figurehead, right. Now, having said that, I will add that then it makes my arguments against the president seem the pre- former president to be suspect because i'm saying well then aren't you saying by blaming trump and i'm and, and and to that i'll say i don't blame trump for anything i take great offense and 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 umbrage at almost everything he did and said but mm-hmm. i don't blame him for yeah, anything. he's a
0: horrible human being
1: yeah i just don't then, want a man and like and that, that was representing where,
0: yeah that was where i took You know, the majority of my uh, my issue with him is is that he's a horrible human being. I mean, the stuff that he did with executive orders and shit was all just fucking, you know, dog and pony show stuff. It, It really is meaningless.
1: He didn't care about the outcome either way. He took whatever made him look the best. Yeah. In every single instance. And that's the thing. He's a complete sociopath. And people say, well, he did a lot of good. Maybe he even did, okay? But he didn't do it for good reasons.
0: And he didn't do it for everybody.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yes, I'm sure that there are people out there who can genuinely say that he did good for them. Mm -hmm. But it ain't me. Right. It ain't you. Yeah. It probably ain't the majority of people that are going to hear this.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's... Well, I don't want that guy spending any more time in my head than he needs to be. Yeah. You know, uh I there, mean,
0: there's a lot of people living rent free right now in a yeah. lot of people's heads that uh that really shouldn't be. I mean, even right. like just the the events of today, which we started off on. Yeah. With the Roe versus Wade and Clarence Thomas essentially outlining his plans, plan. yeah to uh to really start clamping down on people that don't fall into the demographic of you know straight white christian yeah yeah and um it uh i forget what i was saying balls <laughs> my, my brain just went completely blank error 404 file cannot be found i don't know what the fuck just happened there um hmm. well yeah that's right
1: that's I guess the end of the segment
0: then (laughs) unfortunately I don't think we can have anything else to say without just repeating things so yeah I gotta tell you that uh some of the stuff that we unearthed this week I mean I know I was I was lacking on my um on my um research but mm-hmm. you did pull up some some dandies i got to tell you the story of the police constable <laughs> who touched his colleague's penis and shouted it's a small one and then got fired su- surprisingly <laughs> to <laughs> nobody uh really grabbed me and made me chuckle when i read the story because the way that it's read i <laughs> you need to um, read it in a
1: cockney accent First of all,
0: I just this is the, the the worst part of it is when when I was reading like this. The incident only happened about a month after Officer X started full time, which Officer X will be the guy that had his penis touched and everything. And the guy basically walked up to his coworker, unzipped his pants, and touched his penis. How exactly does that happen? Have you ever had somebody just walk up to you and, and just, like, unzip your pants and you're just like, oh, this is totally normal? <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then they touch your penis and tell everybody how small it is?
1: No, none of those things have happened, and uh, not in any order either. Like-
0: it, just, it just made me laugh the first time. and I like how, how uh, in, in the dry British humor fashion, he was sacked.
1: <laughs> yeah, Oh, <laughs> uh, it's so funny. Fucking, I I just love like that quaint English sort of way of speaking. Like, and he he was sacked, and his his belongings were thrown in a bin. You know,
0: <laughs> <laughs> he pulled down the officer's trousers zip, inserted his hand, and touched his penis before shouting, "It's a small one." <laughs> <laughs>
1: you also have to do that thing where you end like this is <laughs> that they do in, in, in British broadcasting for some reason but it was ruled in Breed's behavior was gross misconduct he would not work as a police officer again as he was placed on the national bar list
0: <laughs> it was perfect <laughs> I think it's uh, is the national barred list. Is that a list of cops who have done bad things and can't be cops anymore? Is that like a sex offender registry that
1: I, it may be both?
0: Uh, because they may. they. It felt like they were saying, you know, he'll never be another. He'll never be a police officer again because he's on the barred list, you know, like
1: as he was placed <laughs> on the barred. Yeah. OK, so there must be a list of at least police work and possibly other types of work that you get put on a list. You can't be that kind of a, a an employee anywhere in the country. You can't be a law enforcement official anymore. Yeah. Anywhere in the UK, I suppose.
0: So let this be a lesson to everybody. Don't pull down your coworkers, trousers zip insert your hand in his fly and touch his penis and tell everybody how small it is. Yes. Yeah.
1: I love the part where he says he claimed that the incident was banter and that he shouldn't be sacked. Reed argued that it amounted to misconduct rather than gross misconduct, which results in dismissal. But again, it was ruled. But yeah, um, the guy who is only named Officer X said after the (laughs) hearing that he felt violated by Reed's actions. He had only spoken to Reed occasionally before and he had never worked with him directly.
0: Which makes it even harder for me to believe this dude just walked up, Yeah, pulled his zipper down and stuck his hand in his foot. I don't care how fast you can do that. Have you ever tried to unzip your pants in a hurry? I have. It's near impossible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the if fact. you really got a piss, you're like, oh my God, I can't find the fucking zipper. Oh.
1: The more urgent your need is, the more impossible it becomes.
0: Yeah, uh, so I, I don't know. Like the, the, the story is amusing, but feels unbelievable a little bit to me. I mean, yeah. I guess it's true, but, you yeah, know.
1: Yeah. I The fact that he defended it makes me believe that it's true. He <laughs> said that he was just fucking around, because basically that, that's the dressed up way of saying, oh, come on, chief, I was just fucking around. I was grab ass, it happens.
0: I messed around a lot at work, and I'm sure I grabbed asses at one point in time or another, but I never unzip somebody's pants and touch their penis yeah or or touch their penis you know over over topsies I, I, I'm willing to bet.
1: <laughs> I'm willing to bet this guy. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh my god. I'm willing to bet this guy probably didn't like. Oh uh, fuck. I lost it because I was laughing at your shit. <laughs> Over top seats. <laughs> oh yes. Give us give us a lap dance, Officer Peg. <laughs> Officer Peg. <laughs> I don't know why, I guess because of Simon Pegg. And I'm pretty sure, hot yeah, that's,
0: that's where you were going.
1: Yeah, hot fez, fuzz.
0: Hot fuzz. <laughs> Where's <fez>? my whore?
1: <laughs> my fuzz is so hot. <laughs> <laughs> you this see the just... fuzz? Uh, you know, baby, it's so hot,
0: hot, hot. <laughs> Isn't that... Um... Oh, what the hell's the name of the guy that sang that? uh Buster Poindexter Buster, Buster Poindexter yeah the yeah. the lead singer to the New York Dolls yeah like the worst band I've ever seen live
1: and man he looks like a living Muppet <laughs> <laughs> he really does
0: I saw them open up for uh for Poison and Motley Crue years back and uh, I gotta tell you that it was the New York Dolls were the worst band I've ever seen And I've seen some some pretty bad you know opening bands for stuff like shit that was just noise mm-hmm. and like garbage can lids being smacked together and stuff and it was still better than the new york dials <laughs>
1: <laughs> sounds good i'll have to check them out yeah
0: I, I wish you would have sang that hot 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 song because at least then i'd be like all right there's something this redeems you a little bit right um speaking of
1: uh of music um i i heard a new Megadeth song today
0: i have i have avoided listening to it um because i haven't had the time to sit down but anyways then listen to it the last couple of days but please tell me
1: uh well i was pretty fucking impressed i mean mustaine has got to be what 65 70 now somewhere in that
0: i think they're in their early 60s are they yeah
1: so I mean, he's still got it. He's still got the fucking pipes and it rips. It's just really good. Um, he's
0: got a desert in his mouth and a cactus in his throat. Yeah. <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah. Like, I will say that if I remember correctly, I seem to have this memory of not agreeing
0: with him politically. I thought I had that too. <clears throat> and I, can't- I- but i I can't I can't find it. And uh, right. I think it may have been more just anti-establishment than it was anti whatever it was that upset me or I yeah. thought that I knew. It's I, not like it's it's not like, you know, Ted Nugent, who I know I can go and pull something up like for immediately sure, for sure, for sure.
1: yeah. I, it's I don't know. Like I just had that feeling in my head, and I was like, do I really want to? Do I really want to listen to this or not? And and then I decide, fuck it. You know, I like them as a kid, and I can I can set aside my differences with an artist and enjoy their product.
0: I have a very hard time doing that, but I know you
1: do. Uh, It depends a lot on whether or not the product is directly addressing um, true the political or whatever beliefs that are you know being espoused
0: yeah speaking of that did you see that kirk hammett from metallica uh, has released his own solo really work also yeah he did like uh fuck i can't remember what the song name is as soon as i say it you'll know exactly what i'm talking about but uh it's like a like a western type theme Hmm. uh but he let me see here
1: kirk hammett might be
0: High Plains Drifter, okay, but he redid it himself. It's actually pretty good.
1: Kirk Hammett appeared in an episode of uh, a show called John Benjamin Has a Van,
0: which was <laughs> I'm familiar with. You that. remember that show? Yeah, <laughs> yes, I am. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, yeah. He appears in the episode called Smoking, which happens to have been one of the ones that we we did for Uncancelled, mm-hmm. and in it. Uh, Bob Odenkirk has this cult of people who just smoke and basically kind of hang out and then do his bidding and (laughs) all this stuff but it's all based (laughs) on smoking cigarettes
0: and um, I recall I did watch that episode
1: (laughs) for some yeah for some reason Kirk Hammett shows up in the middle of it and I still don't really remember why like and I watched it pretty recently but it just it was such an un- underwhelming episode overall that I didn't. I guess it just didn't stick with
0: me. Because mm-hmm.
1: that show is very hit or miss. There were some great episodes, like yeah, Lord.
0: where it was funny from you know cover to cover, and then there was yeah. other stuff where it kind of got lost.
1: Yeah, towards the end of the season, they they got lost. <laughs> uh, they just ran out of ideas. I, I think that that John Benjamin is best when you put him in a box and you define it well you know what i mean like here are the props here's the other people but you're in this box with 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 john benjamin the only box was we have a van (laughs) and we're a news team like
0: he is fantastic as archer and as bob belcher and and everything so yeah so he does the
1: the coach from home movies he was Mm -hmm. that um and he's been like he and
0: patrick warburton uh-huh. Sprinkle themselves over everything. Yeah, <laughs> at one point in time.
1: Well, it's not it, because it's more than just their distinctive voices. That's just the icing on the cake. It's their comedic timing and their delivery is what makes it. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're just they're so they're just they have that perfect cadence and that perfect. It's like walking, and and I don't know where it came from. It's just some natural thing that they have. That that some people are just fucking born with. You can't teach it. It just is what it is. And it comes with the voice, apparently. You know, they get the gift. Maybe and, they're born uh, with it.
0: Maybe it's Maybelline.
1: Yeah. Maybe it's throat Vaseline.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's Vaseline.
1: <laughs> Maybe they're born with it. That would be a hilarious commercial. Like, they just show some girl... She's all pretty, and then they show her under the lights, and she's glistening. <laughs> it's all greasy and shit. Yeah, and you can see like a glob
0: of it on her forehead. <laughs> maybe she's born, maybe it's Vaseline. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's absurd. <laughs> uh, I love that. That's wonderful. That's a wonderful image of just a very, very greasy woman. <laughs> and now vaseline for men and then it cuts over to a guy he's like just smiling really wide with his mouth wide open just everything is slicked back everything is slicked back his hair his beard everything is like super pointy because (laughs)
0: it's all soaked in vaseline that is terrifying I couldn't imagine having to wash that off.
1: <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the Vaseline Bandit? I might have talked about that on the show before. It sounds
0: familiar to me, but I'm not sure.
1: I heard it was ba- it was like so. There was this story, a news story, in like I want to say 1998 about um that I heard on the radio. It was about this guy or girl, who knows, who rented a hotel room with cash and, uh, basically spent the entire time they were booked in there smearing the contents of dozens and dozens and dozens of gasoline bottles all over the walls, the floor, the ceiling, and every single object and fixture in in both the room and the bathroom completely. Wow. Vaseline. Every single surface was covered in vaseline,
0: I think at that point you just lock the door and forget it exists, <laughs> yeah <just> like, <laughs> we don't we it's, don't
1: speak about that room,
0: yeah, that room doesn't exist anymore yeah six six fifteen yeah. nope, <laughs> Oh
1: God, can you imagine after a while all the f- fucking dust that would accumulate on that vaseline and turn it into like oh. it
0: would be like that crazy, furry wallpaper.
1: It would be, it would be like a fucking horror story out of H.P. Lovecraft. And I just imagine I
0: trying to clean it up. You get a rag on it, and you go to wipe, and it just, yeah, yeah, you know, slides right across everything.
1: Yeah. Oh, it would be pointless. You fall
0: face first into the wall, and it gets all over you. And, you would straight yeah. up
1: have to remove the walls. You would have to remove and re- and replace the walls, the ceiling, the flooring, the pipes, everything. There's no way you're salvaging any of that. Maybe some of the metal and ceramic might be mm. worth, you know, worth trying to save, but like the wood is ruined,
0: the fabrics ruined. Yeah, Wall it paper. just uh, totally—you just totally fucking destroyed. Yeah, <laughs> destroyed that room again. Lock yeah. the door and forget it exists. <laughs> yeah, there's That's, nothing else you can do.
1: I'm just. I'm so amused at the prospect of someone feverishly spending hours and hours and hours (laughs) doing this, knowing they had a short window of time. Like how many days did they pay for? I don't know.
0: Word is they had the softest hands on the block. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. There were literally no (laughs)
0: creases. It was like, you know, it's perfect. Smooth like a Barbie doll's hand. Oh, speaking of Barbie, did you see that they're making a live-action Barbie movie?
1: Yeah, and it's got Ugh. some scene with like Ryan Gosling in it or somebody, and he and he just he's got this crazy hairstyle. He's got a shirt that's open down to his fucking belly button, and he just he looks very like sort of like da da, you know, like that, and um, that's become like a meme. That I've seen a lot of on Facebook. but
0: The only way I'll accept the validity of this movie is if they get naked and all they have is a little lump for Ken and a dent for Barbie. Oh, that would be fucking hilarious.
1: I want an R-rated Barbie movie. <laughs> I
0: want yep. an R-rated
1: bar movie, Barbie movie. And there'll be like a scene where she's caught in bed with G.I. Joe with like, com- like Cobra Commander.
0: Who is just completely flat. Yeah, (laughs) He's just an absolute eunuch. Yeah. He's
1: like, I can't even get my pants off. What are you talking about?
0: (laughs) They're painted on.
1: (laughs) There's nothing down there. (laughs) You want to see my penis? So do I.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I would like that as well.
1: Hey, I came up with a good joke today. You want to hear a good joke? Sure. What happens if you give LSD to a baby? I don't know. You go to jail.
0: (laughs) Okay, that's that's pretty damn funny.
1: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit, dude.
0: <laughs>
1: I don't know why that's so fucking funny. I, mean, <laughs> I think it's, it's because so you're giving L- you're giving LSD to a baby. It's <laughs> <That's> horrible. <laughs> So more news from the Supreme Court or
0: well, Supreme, Co- Supreme Court
1: <laughs> to yeah, a Supreme Court and uh, yeah, in Ohio. <laughs> so the Ohio Supreme Court uh, has indefinitely suspended a attorney <laughs> because he repeatedly drives naked. The Supreme Court of Ohio indefinitely indefin- suspended a Hamilton, Ohio attorney for repeatedly driving naked and exposing himself to other motorists during an October 2018 traffic stop, Blauvelt. Well, were you going to tell me his name? In yeah, four?
0: that was that was an amusing part. They don't get to his full name until the uh, eighth paragraph. I think his first name is Scott.
1: Okay. All right. So Blauvelt was charged with public indecency and reckless operation of a vehicle when it was discovered that he was driving nude. He pleaded guilty to the charges and was imposed in in June 2020 by the Supreme Court a two-year fully stayed suspension. Two-year suspension. Um, Two, oh, okay, I see. Three months after his 2020 suspension, he was... Requested an interim remedial suspension on the grounds that he was twice again arrested for new driving and exposing himself and that he posed a substantial threat of harm to the public. Okay, so here's my question. All right, I've driven without shoes on before. Mm Mm-hmm. And I will admit that it does prevent you from driving as safely as you could. It's really not a good idea to try to drive. with. It is exhilarating
0: though. I got to tell is. you, it's, it's a very freeing thing. It's
1: visceral. Yeah. But it also
0: feels like you could lose control at any second. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. It's not safe, but I don't know that it's like a serious harm to the public. You know, so what is it about him? So if he's masturbating, say it, please. Because if he's driving and jerking, yeah. All right. That's right up there with like texting.
0: <laughs> yeah. But uh, but a dude being naked in a car, I mean, unless you're looking down into his car or he's getting out and showing everybody, you oh, know. Oh,
1: yeah. He could be showboating.
0: Yeah. Man, be like, man nipples are not, you know, a detriment to anybody.
1: Right. Right. Well, neither are anyone else's, but let's, you know, I mean, honestly, but, you know, in this country, at least. Oh, the horrible boobie.
0: Oh, my God. Everybody has nipples, but we can't show them. Yeah,
1: we can't show a woman's nipples. You might think that she's equal to us in some way. Neopols. But I just don't understand... And I don't mean to pun, but what drives this man to do this?
0: (laughs) I don't know, but he got busted three more times after that.
1: He pleaded guilty to all of these things.
0: And actually admitted and admitted. That he had done other things that he hadn't gotten caught. So I just it's interesting to me, the last paragraph to be reinstated to practice law in Ohio. He has to meet several conditions, including proving that he is in full compliance with a mental health treatment plan and orders from the Butler County Area Three Court. N- not just to be able to live his life without being incarcerated, but to be able to practice law. Yeah. <laughs> As a habitual offender. It's amazing.
1: How many chances does a person need? Like at a certain point, okay, all right. I'm all for rehabilitation, but at a certain point you have to realize that, you know, there needs to be similar to the, uh, small penis guy. There needs to be some sort of national list that once you're on it, there's certain jobs you just can't do.
0: Yeah. I don't think this guy should be a police officer.
1: This guy should definitely not be a police officer or a judge or a judge or a teacher or a bus driver, oh, a school <laughs> bus driver,
0: anyway. cafeteria worker, anything
1: involving children, anything involving children, anything involving, I want to say animals too. Cause I just, I'm worried that this guy, this is just an
0: arc in his story. <laughs> you know, Well, it might be one of those things he didn't get caught doing. Right. Yeah. They I didn't just, mention them.
1: I don't know. There's something not right about this guy. Like, I get having a kink, you know, I do, I, I totally get it, but there's one thing between having a kink and, 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 acting it out in, in in front of people who have not consented to seeing that.
0: Somebody who has impulse control issues like that doesn't seem like that would be a good lawyer. That's, that's, you know, that's, that's my thought. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And especially like in the top court. Which means yeah. serious business, you know.
1: Right, right. Like, what is that? Like one step away from the actual Supreme Court.
0: The state Supreme Court, I I you know, I don't know, I guess. That's a good question.
1: Yeah, I'm fairly uneducated, so
0: yeah. I mean, so am I. And I I and I'm really also at this point unmotivated to <laughs> even bother to look it up.
1: I know, right? It's like I to be honest, don't care because I don't know the whole judicial system. I'll just stay away from bullshit.
0: Ohio. Yeah. That's all. I'll stay away from Ohio Supreme Court and hopefully Scott Blouvelt Velt Blauvelt, um gets his gets his shit together. Man, get your shit together.
1: Yeah, dude. You know what? Here's what you do. Get an Oculus, and a driving game and sit in your room naked and and no one <laughs> there you will you go. Be harmed.
0: Yeah. Uh, but you could just be a nudist and be naked fucking all the time in yeah. the privacy of your own home. And if you have a nice privacy fence in your backyard, you can do that. And then, like, you know, when you're doing your job as being a lawyer, <laughs> you keep your pants on.
1: I think that's reasonable. I don't think it that's feels asking,
0: pretty reasonable. Uh, I don't think that's asking too much. No. I don't have an impulse control issue when it comes to clothing. So. No, it's hard for me really to step into his shoes. But it will be easier for me to find them because he's not wearing them. (laughs) (laughs) I really want to talk about the man who complained he had an adult potato thrown at his head. Okay, I just, the term adult potato fucking kills me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, like, are we going off size? It was a big potato, so it had to have been an adult. Yeah. Because we know that a mature potato could not be small. (laughs) Like those delicious little ones that you cook in beef stew. (laughs) (laughs) But the best quote, the best quote of the entire article. I'm a proud family man, CQ library member of 30 plus years and Lexus owner. and don't deserve vegetables flying at my head in car. <laughs> what does being a Lexus owner and a member of the library have to do <laughs> with, with, the, with, your, with your ability to have vegetables thrown at you? <laughs>
1: it's so quaint. There's something so quaint about this entire article and the way it's written.
0: I love it. I, I actually, I would I would read this uh, several times. In fact, I have read it several times because it, it tickled my fancy. Mr. Uh, Rolyneux claiming that a little girl threw a fully grown adult potato at him. <laughs> I think the fully grown adult potato might be easier to avoid than the little ones. Probably,
1: because you'd be able to see it coming. He wrote, to the little girl that threw a fully grown potato adult potato at my head this evening, I hope you are happy with yourself. I'm sure you, she is. I hope you had a good laugh when the adult when the potato bounced off my car and hit me again.
0: <laughs> I'm having a good laugh and I wasn't even there.
1: I don't deserve vegetables flying at my head in car. This town has taken a turn for the worse lately.
0: If, if random potatoes being fully grown adult potatoes being thrown by little girls is the crime in your town. You yeah. are doing pretty fucking good. You clearly live in Manchester. Yes. <laughs> it, well, it does feel like a very English story. <laughs> This is the same, uh, you know, just a few towns over from where the uh, cops touching penises and yelling about it. I don't know.
1: One person responded by saying, we can all appreciate the simple childhood pleasure of hurling a potato at a Lexus (laughs) owner.
0: Have you ever known a Lexus owner? I have, and they can be pretty obnoxious. Then you get... Other fun puns like uh, I know the person in the car was only a spectator, but they may have seen the incident. You should appeal for information. Talking about Toy Story's Mr. Potato Head and keep your eyes peeled and so forth. It's just uh, a lot of good puns there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, why why pass up a good opportunity for a pun? But I was more I was more taken by just. The overall kind of backfire, getting ratioed (laughs) aspect of this, the fact that this guy was expecting like an outcry of support. (laughs) You know? (laughs) It's like, guess what you didn't get? I want to actually do his voice. To the little girl that threw a fully grown adult potato at my head this evening, I hope you are happy with yourself. I hope you've had a good laugh when the potato bounced off my car and hit me again. I am a proud man, the CQ library member of 30 plus years and a Lexus owner. I don't deserve vegetables flying at my head and car. This ter- town has taken a turn for the worst lately. This is very <laughs> like,
0: Oh, mm, you've ruined my day. Lovey. Oh, my God. You never believe what this town's coming to. Fully grown adult vegetables flying through the air. Yes, I can't believe it. Yes, it's just
1: tragic. <laughs> Once it those... went from a
0: British guy to the house from uh, Gilligan's Island yeah. in, yeah. one, in one fell swoop.
1: That's I think that's what I was doing too because I said "lovey."
0: Yeah, that's Loving, exactly where. That's lover. exactly what I queued off of. <laughs>
1: yeah I'd like to throw a potato at this guy's head
0: yep for sure yeah, i i I applaud the little girl um for taking the action she took because something probably precipitated that potato flying.
1: I'm sure it did. I'd like you know that gives me a moment to reflect on a neighbor that my parents had in the house that I grew up in. Uh, I won't give their last name, but they were three generations of shit um the cur- the little girl was just awful the uh father of the little girl was a liar he used to come over to my parents' house and claim to be like an FBI agent or a cop or an airline p- pilot it changed all the time he couldn't sure. keep his story straight and he'd make all these empty threats and stuff and then my parents would just send him off <laughs> But it came and, and then there were the, the, the grandparents and they were just they just sit out on this porch lifelessly. You'd think they were dead. Sometimes they would just not move. But they watched the neighborhood and called the cops about everything. The smallest stuff. One time, like, there were kids playing on their bikes in the street
0: and they called the cops about it. Well, that is definitely something to be concerned about.
1: Well, this was in the 80s and, and <laughs> no one gave a shit in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it was a completely different time. I can see someone calling it now. Hell, I might be the caller. I'd be like, listen, this street's really dangerous and these kids are out here on bikes. If I go out there, they're just going to call me a, a nerd. So, hey, maybe you could, you know, <laughs> scoot on by and... Give them go the, back
0: in your house, boomer.
1: Yeah, exactly. But... I don't know these people. So here's, here's, here's the thing that will never leave my mind. After I joined the army, I was in basic training and my sister who looks a lot like me in terms of her physical proportions, she's wide shouldered. She's big. She's a little heavy, very muscular. um, And like, tall for her for for a a woman but kind of short for everybody else i guess i don't know i put her at maybe like five seven five eight something like that anyway very pale hockey haircut at the time you know the full the full hockey the full hockey mullet yeah proper (laughs) hockey mullet yep uh, you know, spiky on the top and long in the back. She supported that for a while. Business in the front and party
0: in the rear. Yeah.
1: And, uh, you know, all this stuff. And they called the cops and these the cops came to my parents' house and wanted to question Steph because she was named as a suspect by the caller when they reported that a tall, lanky, bald, black man the face their <laughs> car. All right. So tall. No. Lanky. No. Bald. No. Black. No. Man, no. All right. Wrong on all five
0: counts. <laughs> How the fuck did you even? Sh- did this hurt? is the time when five wrongs make a right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or a fist to punch
1: those morons in the face with. Yeah, it was like okay, so our town's finest are out here on our porch following up on a lead with a short sorta stocky white girl
0: with hockey <laughs> hair. And she was probably wearing a Mighty Ducks of Anaheim jersey oh, yeah. at the time too. Oh
1: I, you can picture it perfectly. Oh, yeah. 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 She yeah. she was rocking that or she had her sharks.
0: Yep. Her Sharks jersey. It was one or the other. Good times. Man. Back in the good old days, yeah. yeah. That reminds me, I got pulled over one time uh, heading through Palmyra, and it was just me, and it was when I had my Mustang. Uh, and cop pulled me over, and it's like, where are you headed to? Where are you coming from? And I was like, this is this very strange line of questioning, considering you haven't told me what I've done, or anything, like you know, where'd you go come from? Where'd you go? cotton Eye Joe? Is that what we're fucking doing here? I don't. But he tells me in a complete opposite direction of where I'm coming from, there was a vehicle that was driving around the parking lot of a convenience store with several people in it, probably a four door, but it was black. uh, Like my car was throwing bottles out and harassing the staff. And I'm like you got one single thing out of this description correct. Right. It's just me. I have no bottles. I wasn't at the gas station. I'm coming from the complete opposite direction as you can verify because you followed me, you know? And that was that was the fastest traffic stop I've ever had. Because I was just like this I was like oh, you want to check my car? I have no bottles. I was like well, maybe that's cuz I threw them all out.
1: i got pulled over in bethesda maryland by a cop this was when i was in the active inactive duty army and he he pulls me over uh because i was making an illegal left turn i didn't realize that i couldn't go and uh as soon as he saw like his demeanor was really nasty too it's like all right the hell were you thinking back there you know and then i showed him my military id As soon as he saw that, he was like total demeanor change. And he was like, oh, man, I'm so sorry to have stopped you. You know how it is. Got to put on a show for these civilians. I'm just going to (laughs) walk back to the car. I'm going to walk back to the car real quick. Okay. Bring your stuff back and you guys are good to go. And I was literally stopped for less than five minutes
0: i think it's funny that that a a police officer in the you know service of the public was like gotta put on a show for these civilians yeah like um (laughs) buddy
1: you're a civilian
0: (laughs) yeah are you conscripted?
1: are you conscripted into your police force no okay all right is there some unbreakable fucking unwaverable uh, contract that basically states that you're the property of your employer because I am <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's funny
1: it was pretty cool though to get off on a on the dot you know without uh, any problems because that would have sucked yeah because the way he was acting it was like he wanted to throw the book at me and, and it was like
0: a total total personality shift as soon as he saw that I was ex- that I was military, I made an illegal left turn out of an area one time. And uh, yeah, I got the the nastiest. Reprimanding. And ticket and everything that I had ever gotten. So mm-hmm. you lucked out. Yeah, I sure did. You know, there is a. uh KFC that's close by that they apparently I mean I don't know how often places are supposed to change their signs but this always this place makes me chuckle because for the past I don't know probably four years <laughs> they've had a sign up that said now hiring no <laughs> note on no space and then it says 12 piece chicken that's <laughs> so 12 pieces of chicken are going to come in searching for a job.
1: <laughs> Only to be thrown immediately into the boiling oil.
0: It no! always it always tickles me to think about somebody showing up and being li- I've I've thought about it myself be like I'll stop over at the store across the way and be like I got a 12 piece chicken, would you be interested in hiring? <laughs> you know, but put little uh, ties
1: put little ties on it.
0: Yeah, oh, absolutely. You have to dress it up. Yeah that was probably the lamest thing I could possibly have thought up to go with, but, uh, you know, uh, that's going to have to be a story for another time because we're out of time.
1: (laughs) Thanks for listening to story time with Tom and Mike. Hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you. Hmm.
0: Giving it to you, like, all the anger that we gave you in the first section, then followed up by, Crazy, calamitous stories of nudity and people reaching in other people's zippers magically.